Welcome to So What? The podcast. Where each week we challenge one another to engage the Word of God in a practical way. Welcome back. I am Pastor Keith here with Pastor Dave. My Hello. Friend. And, um, you know, if you're following along with us in our weekly uh, Bible reading plan, mm-hmm. uh, today we land right in Ezekiel 45 to 48 and Psalm 44. Uh, if you've been following along, there's always usually a psalm or a proverb that goes along with the main textual reading. Uh, and so what we like to do is we like to go through the passages and just talk about what God has uh, impressed upon us and how we can live this out in a very practical way. And so we'll get right into it. Uh, our passages for today, again, Ezekiel 45 to 48, and then Psalm 44 going along with it. Um, wh- where we landed, uh, Dave, just as a reminder, and to just let our, our, our audience know that um, this is a quite, quite an interesting few chapters in Ezekiel because yes, it gets it very specific. And But this is one of the things I love about just even following a reading plan because, again, you never know where it's going to land. And so when we come to passages like this, these might be the kind that we probably skip over because it, it starts getting into detail about like how big a certain place should be. It gives lengths of cubits and how long and broad it should be. And so, um, <laughs> and so sometimes it can be a struggle to say, okay, all right, what is God trying to teach us about build this? Build a building, Pastor yeah. Keith. We're going to go out there and build Everyone it. Everyone build the temple. Right. And I got to write up the, draw up the plans, you know? Uh, but we know there's always a spiritual application for us, and we don't want to stretch it. We're not trying to, you know, to put a square peg in a round hole because we certainly don't want to take things out of context. But I think this one actually was pretty clear for us um, uh, about how God was directing us and moving towards sort of an actionable step. Uh, and so I just want to kind of set it up, and then I'm going to ask you how you did with it. All right, uh, and this is how I'm going to set it up. So, from the very beginning of our reading, Ezekiel 45, I just want to read the first uh, verse or two. Here's what it says: When you allot the land as an inheritance, you shall set apart for the Lord a portion of the land as a holy district. It says twenty-five thousand cubits long and twenty thousand cubits broad, and then it says this. It shall be holy throughout its whole extent. And I start with that because we then started discussing with one another, what does it mean to be holy? And in this context, God is telling them to set apart a portion of their land inheritance to be holy for worship, for the priests, and he gets very, very specific about what it should look like, chapter after chapter. And we want everyone to read that because there's a lot of good stuff in there, and it is God's Word. And so we started talking, remember, what does it mean to be holy? And how do we set apart? Is it supposed to be a place? Yeah. Is it supposed to be like the church sanctuary? Is it a room? Is it our, our prayer closet? Like, How do we set apart ourselves to be holy? And what does that look? What does it look like to be holy? How do we get there? Um, you know, how do we attain holiness? Uh, wh- what does that mean to actually want to be holy? And how does God define it? And how are we supposed to continue to grow towards holiness in this day and age? And so, um, I'm laying that out there. And then, just Pastor Dave, how did you interact with it? What was your experience like? Yeah. So, a couple of things. I have. Um 
I've always had a difficult time with spiritual disciplines, not in a bad way, I think in a good way, because number one, we always have to remember, Pastor Keith, um, doing or completing a spiritual discipline well for any set period of time does not make us any less holy than we mm. already have been declared to be. I like that. Right? So the gospel is that we have been set apart by the blood of Jesus Christ. It is his work on the cross that has done that. This is not about works for salvation. Amen. This Amen. is about um, working towards or being disciplined towards godliness, is yeah. what the word Paul uses in the New Testament. Yeah, thanks for the clarification. Oh, yep, That's yep. perfect clarification. And yeah. so my mind first goes to uh, Paul's little phrase that he uses when he's looking uh, towards Athens, and I think he has in mind the training that he sees going on for so many of the of the, uh, the different ceremonies and the different uh, races that happened all around that period of time. Their culture was very much uh, engaged in games mm-hmm. and yep. preparing for those games, and Paul says that um, physical exercise is good for some things, yeah. godliness is good for all things. Love it, yeah. And, I, yeah. and so my, my first thought, my first uh, reminder that I want everyone to hear is that spiritual disciplines intense are, it's a pursuit of godliness in a way. It's a way of training ourselves towards godliness, um, buffeting our bodies per mm. se, so that we might be able to be used by the Lord. And so that word set apart, that word holy that we read so often in the Bible, is this idea of setting apart who we are for the Lord, really, mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. In that also, there are many of diff- many different disciplines. Uh, there are um, many books written about specific disciplines. You and I both have said many of them, I believe, go way too far as they well. Do. They do, uh, yeah. Some of them don't go far enough. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's I there's agree. so many different things in there. Um, a very prominent one is by Richard Foster. Celebration uh, discipline. Yeah, what, is yeah. It, what does he have, Cele- 12, 12 in there? Yeah, at least, yeah. 12 or, 15, 12 or 21. Mm-hmm. He's got a, a good number of them. Um, and then uh, one that I recently I picked up and was beginning to read a little bit before we actually even came to this um, was The Spirit of the Disciplines by uh, Dallas Willard. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that was an unbelievable thing for me. The, the whole premise is, again, reiterating this point that any of the disciplines that we see in the New Testament, whether it be fasting, whether it be giving, whether it be um, you know reading your Bible every day, their intent is for us to cause all of our facets of who we are to lean in towards God mm. at the end of the day, yeah. right? And so if you're fasting, it's not to make yourself better before God. It's to draw yourself closer to the Lord. It's to buffet your body. It's to um, eliminate things that might have a hold on you that ought not to have a hold on you to, de- to, be, de- to be more dependent upon God. And, um, and so I say all of that to say that Two things happen to me when I think about spiritual disciplines. Number one, I think about the people who go around and are constantly telling me about all the spiritual dis- disciplines that do so well. <laughs> uh, the people that always tell me, you know, I'm in a fast right now, or, yeah. you know, um, when we talk about Lent, and there's nothing wrong with Lent, but there are people who cherish Lent as if it ought to be mm-hmm. a holiday that ought to be close to Easter for yeah, us, you, you know? Yeah, right, um, right. And those things are good, but the idea of Lent is preparation of our mind and our heart, mm-hmm. and my whole thing is, well, we ought to always be doing that. Mm-hmm. And so... Mm-hmm. Um, That's right. 
So one side of it that I think about is the side of those who really are in that that area of like this is this makes me better this prepares me whatever whatever wherever you want to land, and then there's the other side of it where I myself, to be honest with you, Pastor Keith, uh, one of the things in uh, in the book The Spirit of the Disciplines that he talks about is that we should we should probably not be practicing the disciplines that are easy for us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's it's hey hence, hence the word it's really discipline. Great if, if you have no problem <laughs> fasting for 10 days, that's wonderful. It's really yeah. hard for me to yeah, do. So you probably need to find a different discipline that's hard for you that you need to you need a little bit of help from the Lord a little yep. bit in deeper areas to set areas of your life apart. Um, for me, fasting is hard mm. and I know that I need to fast. I know there are great benefits of fasting, but I get two days in and I go, I, I need some energy for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I, need, I have to do X, Y, Z, whatever sure. it might be. Um, and so for me, I have chosen to begin to work towards uh, working on the discipline of fasting in my life. Mm. Now, one of the other things that I've learned and that wasn't blessing to me in this whole process is I'm doing research and looking at these different things. So again, we're never going to be able to cover all of this in the 10 minutes that we each have. Yeah, yeah, of course. So of course. I would encourage you, you know, there are there are plenty of uh, resources. Just start with the basics um, that are there. But one of the things they talk about is kind of easing into it. You know, uh, another thing that we often do is in my mind, I thought, well, if I'm not going to fast for 30 days, then I shouldn't fast. Mm. But a lot of the point in his in his book was it's a hard thing when when you go to the when you're training for a triathlon, you don't start the week before mm-hmm. and just go and run the thing. <laughs> you know, right. you spend a year building up and you do a little bit at a time. That's right. That was a massive relief for me. Mm. So I have good, good. I have started. Uh, like every other week, I'm planning to do a day Good. where I'm where I'm fasting uh, breakfast and lunch, and then I'll eat dinner. Mm-hmm. And my plan is after a month of doing that to try to do a little bit longer, to try to mm-hmm. do maybe a day and a half. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to give that a shot for a couple of months. I know that it's something that's very hard for me. I have already seen the blessing of it when I'm intentional about it. Yeah. Again, yeah, it's such – it's one of those things where it's it's that – we don't want to be on one. We don't want to be the extreme, <laughs> right? No, that's right. It's the I want to do this to where, come lunchtime, my intent is not all I can think about is food. When I all I can think about is food, I'm in a place where I'm directing my heart and my mind towards the Lord, and I've decided ahead of time that when I begin to be to 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 physically feel hungry, that I'm going to direct that hunger towards a mm-hmm. spiritual hunger towards go. God. That's the way it's And so to work, I'm yeah. going to read the word of God. Good. So I guess what I'm saying is it's not an exact science. It doesn't have to be an all or nothing kind of thing. Um those things have allowed me such greater freedom in coming to this idea of the spiritual disciplines. That the reality is I've been reading about this stuff since I, you know, was in Bible college, yeah. you know, and we had classes go. on it. <laughs> and I, I always walk away like, you know, oh, well, I see all those people doing the extreme side and they don't do anything. And so I'm not going to do anything. And I'm just going to talk about it yeah. and read about it and, and see here and there and do little bits in between. Um, so that's yeah. me. Good. That's where I'm headed. It's great stuff. Good. Thank yeah, you. I always, appreciate, so, I always appreciate how willing you are to, to be specific and vulnerable I, and share. It's awesome. None thank of us you. are perfect. We all no, need no, this. no, 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 man. But it's, yeah. it's great, and that's how we learn. That's yeah. how we learn from yeah. others. So thank you. So what about you, Pastor? Yeah. King? So let, let me give a verse that came to mind um, 
about discipline, right? So discipline by definition is work, right? Yep. And we tend to avoid it. <laughs> and I avoid it. You I said even... to avoid it from last episode. Yeah, last That's episode not... <laughs> I talked about laziness. So why on earth yeah. do I want to engage in anything <laughs> on purpose that yep. is hard, right? Yeah, yeah, And yeah. so 1 Timothy 4, 7 simply says, discipline yourself for the purpose of godliness. Okay, so there it is, right? Mm. Black and white. That is why we are to discipline ourselves. And like you said earlier, and Paul was saying, hey, physical discipline is good for you know a certain measure uh, to a certain degree, but what we're talking about here is spiritual discipline. So why do we discipline ourselves? It is to grow. This is how my mind was working. Okay, okay let's take it from the, the you know from the basics. And so just like with physical discipline, we train, like you were saying, we do it so that we can grow bigger and stronger, healthier, you know, and we can do whatever it is we're looking to do better, more efficiently, and uh, to a, a greater degree. The same thing spiritually, that it doesn't just happen. You don't one day believe in the Lord Jesus for salvation, and then you're made perfect and, and holy, right? Now, we know um, we know that Scripture tells us that in God's sight we are, mm -hmm. right? We are considered righteous and holy. And so our position, when we talk about justification, that is not what we're talking about here. We're talking about as believers living out the Christian life. We're talking about the sanctification side yep. okay, of this. Amen. Right? And so this I'm is going to be that lots that will take yeah, it the opposite I'm, direction. I'm glad that you're correct. I'm glad you clarified that. Not talking about salvation. We don't, Because we don't want to start, and we don't want to get dogmatic about all of that. Yep, correct. Yep, yep, yep. And so, so then it comes back to, okay, you know, so many believers can just, we can feel like, how many times have we heard in church, oh, you got to read your Bible and pray more, and it can become cliche, and it's a shame, because those are the two greatest spiritual disciplines that we see laid out in the Bible for us. And so 2 Timothy 3, 16 to 17, first, second Timothy are great, we uh -huh. talk about instruction, very practical, it says, all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, reproof, correction, training in righteousness, that the person of God may be complete and equipped for every good work. So we discipline ourselves so that we can be healthier and stronger and better at being Christians, which means living for God each and every day, setting ourselves apart. And so what I was thinking about earlier in, in our Ezekiel passage, okay, in the Old Testament here, God was saying, set aside a portion of the land to be the holy place, the holy district. Right. And he gets very specific. Now, we know the Word of God tells us that as Christians, okay, we are the temple of God, all right? We are uh, the temple of the living God, and Paul says it in, in uh, Corinthians. It talks about how we are... Um, that we, it's uh, 1 Corinthians 6, right? Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your body. So when we're talking about body, we're talking about everything today, okay? Mm -hmm. Not just the physical body. In that context, yes, he's talking about it, but it, it goes for everything. And so we don't just have physical places. We are the temple. Yep. And so we are to set apart our whole self, for God. Well, how much more of that, how much more does that mean for us than the people of Israel would have set apart a portion of their land to be holy? God mm -hmm. is saying to us, you now have the Holy Spirit within you as a believer in my son, the father says. And so therefore you're walking around as the temple mm. 
Live like it. Yeah. Set it apart. And so here, um, holy and pleasing aroma. Correct to the Lord. To God, right? Yeah. And so A that sweet is smelling. What, Sorry. That, that's what we're supposed to be seeking out. And right. so, the one discipline I looked at, right, uh, for me is meditating on God's word. Mm. Uh, and um, you know, so I, I was thinking about things like fasting, worship. There are spiritual disciplines. Reading God's word, and of course, praying. These are spiritual disciplines because they lead us. To um, to growing in our faith and trust in God. That's right. the purpose of the discipline. But for me, meditating, it's hard. And so therefore, I'm like, okay, right, I don't want to do something that might come easier, okay? Uh, and so, yes, we're in the Word of God, and we're reading, we do it in our devotions and our preps for sermons, but the meditating part, I do, I, I find it difficult. You know why? Because my mind goes towards everything I'm reading, like, oh, that'll preach good. I can put that in my sermon. I'm always kind of trying mentally applying it to how can I teach and preach this? Mm-hmm. Now, again, that's not bad, but if I am not also remembering, yeah, of course, I'm, I'm called to be a pastor, but first and foremost, I'm a child of the living God. And yeah, my father, on that for you. Yeah, my father wants me to spend time with him. Yeah. So I need to be able to discipline myself to take the word of God and be present with it. I'm not good, Pastor David, being present mm. and being present with God, especially because my mind is going elsewhere. My mind is racing. Mm-hmm. It's the busyness. It's it's everything else, right? Yeah. And I'm not making excuses. It's just I know myself, and so it's very hard for me to take a passage of scripture and meditate on it. Yep. Right. I, I shy away from that word yeah. because, but yet I know the great benefit from it because I know people in my life that are so good at that, and they just seek it, and they love it, and I see the results of it in their life, and I want that. Yeah. But I have to be able to read even a verse, a passage of Scripture, whatever, and just sit with it, Yeah. right? And be present, be still with it. Let it sort of ruminate. Let it, like, you know, bounce around in my head and and and, and really sink deeper into my heart and, and allow God to use it to bring transform- transformation, but I need to just be with it and yeah. present with it. Yep. But in today's society, again, and I, I fall right into it because of how I'm wired, but it's hard for me to just to, to do that, be still, and to sit and do it. You are not alone. No, I'm, I have... Hard. But there's I, such a great so benefit so listen to, to it. This. That's this why might be a blessing. This might That's be a blessing to you and maybe for those listening, yeah, tell too. Me, tell me. In the Greek language, there are three tenses, active, mm-hmm. passive, and middle, or three voices, they would say. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, the, the voices, active yeah. voice, mm-hmm. the passive voice, but there's a middle voice. It's really one of the only languages that has a middle voice to it. Yeah, it's cool. Active is, I'm telling you to do something. Passive is, you're telling me to do something. That's really where most of our world lives in mm-hmm. our culture. Yeah, right? sure. When you're, on the, when you're yeah. on, your, on the internet, on social media, yeah. you can't have a middle voice when you're on social media. You're mm-hmm. either receiving mm-hmm. or you're giving, yeah. period. <laughs> and the middle voice is what we do with a with a newborn baby mm. that can't talk to us and we can't tell it what to do. Mm. You just sit and you be with it. I love and it. And you enjoy being where that is. Great illustration. But yeah. it's so amazing to me that God has created that for us, that there are times where God doesn't just want us to hear what he wants us to do mm. or doesn't just want us to ask him what we want him to do, but he literally just desires for us to be present with him. Yep. We miss that with each other. How much more so do we miss that with the Lord? Yeah, we talk often, even off air about our our beautiful godly wives that keep us in check, that that lead us towards um, goodness and godliness, and we love them for it, and we we desperately need that. 
Um, and how often do we just hear from them in many different ways? Just be with me. Yep. Just be present. You know, and uh, it can be very, very difficult to mm. do that. But uh, it, therein lies I like that meditation. Therein lies the discipline. Again, remember, discipline means it's hard work. Yeah. Discipline by default is something that we wouldn't naturally do. Yeah. And so we have to be like on purpose, do something. And it's not just an attitude right. or a frame of mind, it's an activity. It's reading, yep. it's praying, it's meditating, it's fasting, it's worshiping. Yep. It's an activity. Yep. So why don't you close this out and bring us home? Yeah, so so just a final thought there. Remember, if you're if you're just doing something that is considered a spiritual discipline, but it's no, it's not work for you in mm. a sense. If there's nothing difficult about it, yeah. um, it might be time to maybe add a new spiritual discipline to mm. challenge your mind and your heart and and your whole being a little bit to set a new area, new a different area of your life apart. I often will tell people in my congregation. Yeah. You know, if they're sitting there and they just read the Bible every day for 20 minutes in the morning, but they don't get anything out of it, mm. I tell them, stop reading so much. Read one passage, you know, switch it up. It's There's no law that tells you the words living and active. God desires to be with us. He does yes, that through yes. his spirit, in his word, mm. um, with others around us. I mean, there's so many different areas. And so, again, we are just literally scraping the surface. There is a myriad yeah, yeah. Um, of, of opportunity for you to dive in, to do some searching yourself on what the spiritual disciplines are. Remember to find your balance. Be cautious. There's always both sides. You want to remember they are never for the intent of making yourself more appealing to God mm. or or to pull you know His desire towards you more and more. He loves you just the same, yes. whether or not you're doing any spiritual discipline. Um, this is more so for us um, in in training our bodies for godliness and training ourselves um, to literally spend time with the Lord. We have to we have to consciously make decisions to spend quality time with people. It's the same thing with our God. Mm. And so uh, utilize some of these things. Remember, you can go to anchor.fm slash so what. You can leave us a voicemail there. We would love to hear from you. Yes, Tune in next week, um, next Thursday with us for our following passage. And remember, you can also download the Read Scripture app. It's an unbelievable app on your phone. If you don't like apps, you can go to that same site and print out the, the yearly reading plan. Uh, it's laid out really, really well. And I think you might find it to be a great blessing to you. They've done an awesome job with that. So God bless you all. Have a wonderful week. And we will talk again. Yeah, take care. Thank you.